Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast dedicated to our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. There, there was a bear there, all black and brown and covered in hair. Hello everyone, I'm Kama, and you can find me at Oxford Splice on Twitter. And today we're going to be coming, uh, be covering Theon Three of A Clash of Kings. And today I am joined by Devin. Hey, this is Devin GD Harpo on Twitter. And Clotho. Hi, I'm Clotho. You can find me at Clotho Spindle on Twitter. And uh, as always, we spoil everything and. Uh, Usually, well, we definitely have a trigger warning for rape um, and violence. So um, we open right in the middle of an altercation with a Northman named Benfred Tallhart. Um, Theon and co. have been raiding and have defeated Tallhart and his men. Uh, Tallhart spits on Theon and one of those lovely, crazy Greyjoy uncles, Aaron I always call him damp hair, but I think yes, it's damp hair. I don't know. The religious one. Um, oh, I think he, it is damp hair. It is literally <laughs> damp hair. Okay. Because, of, because his hair is always fucking damp. Okay. Well, <laughs> damp hair tells him, um, Theon, well, because he's been spit on, Theon needs to kill Benfred. And this... Theon should have just had him killed because it ends up with this horrible thing where they've got to sacrifice him to the drowned god and it's just like, oh my god. This whole chapter, it's a short, short chapter, but it's so disturbing. Yeah, just go. He's gone. I mean, I know he's going to pay for it later. He's not enjoying life uh, amongst... uh, I'm sorry. I hate them so much. I know um, it's just the, it's just the great. Just, <laughs> it's, it's like how I just don't understand how you can option. like look up to this and think this I, is like. And even her, I mean, because it's like oh, this dude. is what they do. They they go, they attack people, they loot the corpses. They're living <laughs> their stupid that? we do not sew lifestyle. They take everything worth taking, and then this also involves. And he specifically mentions this, and I'm just uh, I want to throw up okay. in my mouth. So they rape and take the young and good-looking women for salt wives. And then of the old and the ugly women who have useful skills, they get raped and then they're enslaved if they're not going to give them too much attitude. And then the people left over, they get raped and then killed. But this is somehow like Ugh, goddamn Baylon Gray. And, it, you know, and I, you think back to the earlier chapters where Balon Greyjoy is having fits that Theon is wearing clothes that, like, he bought. But this is somehow a better lifestyle. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're pretty much saying that almost everyone has raped somebody. And it's disgusting. It's like, how is that okay? Like, how is this? And it's just like, the way of just, life. Like, that's, that's just okay. what it is. Like, oh, it's like but, some weird you know, moral relativism. Like, it's so extreme. This is fine. But going out and buying a brooch and a cloak <laughs> and paying someone for their labor, that's beyond the pale. Because you didn't pay the iron price for it. <laughs> it's so dumb. It really It's ridiculous. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like Aaron Dampair and these, these I, I don't even know, it's 
human refuse here, they're actually the saner Greyjoys and the saner people. I mean, this is this is our I just Yeah, and even their batshit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I throw this whole this is basically most of this chapter. I mean, I may be skipping over a lot of stuff, but like basically Theon is not it's clear he does not like what he's doing. Mm. He thinks a lot about Rob. He thinks a lot about Ned. He feels like some shame and some anger, and there's a lot of defensiveness. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. It, it's just a lot of like, I don't even know how to describe these people, but they're, it, this is not a good, like, these are, this is why, like, people in a situation like this, you leave your family and you go find a new family because these people are not worth being. Yeah, like. which is why it's so, I think that that's like Theon's thing is like, it's horrible that. He's like, it was, he lived with what he wanted to have, you know, or, you know, that it was never his, you know what I mean? This, this, he saw what a family could be. He could never have it. Yeah. And now that he's, he's back and he's accepted the iron, well, he hadn't even fully accepted the iron way, but he's just, he's, oh, I can't even find the word, but he's forsaking everything about the Starks, even though he really doesn't want to. And you can just see his struggle throughout the chapter. Yeah, I mean, if who the choice? If you had a choice, what kind of life you want to? Who would want that compared to what he had? And, and, and I mean, I understand it had to be a really weird position to be in with the Starks because he was essentially a hostage. And however nicely they treated him, at the end of the day, if his relatives had acted up, yeah. that's why you have hostages. We will kill you. Yeah. We will kill you. So it's got to do a number on you psychologically but i mean jesus christ man this is not the way to go i just so that's the first half i don't know if anyone has any comments or if i missed anything there um i mean we do have a piece of mail that um <laughs> relates to the um drowning of benford of tall heart tell heart uh, tall heart um so cardinal girl 75 on discord they say aaron tells Theon that he should come to see Benford Tallheart sacrifice to the Drowned God, and Theon is completely indifferent to the suggestion. His refusal is the opposite of what Theon has learned over the years from Ned Stark about how the man who passes the Senate should swing the sword. But it strikes me as odd because Theon thought moments earlier that his men had more faith in the Drowned God and Aaron than in his leadership. Why would Theon turn down an opportunity to show his men that he's not only strong in the faith, but also a strong leader by observing this sacrifice to their God? GRM writes um, that was more than Theon could stomach. But but does is that because but is that because the suggestion came from Aaron, who he knows is his minder or is um, that he doesn't like the idea of drowning a man? I kind of got. I kind of got that because they gave the background story. Because remember, he talked about how he'd spent two weeks with him. I got that it was a personal thing that he couldn't. I mean, maybe I'm projecting, but that he couldn't. He couldn't stomach seeing that because he had because some of who kind he of is. yeah because yeah. he had connection to him that he knew him in another light. You know, in that other when they, things were normal. Yeah, it's pretty much the struggle he goes he's going through throughout the chapter. Mm. Like I have this time with the Starks, and I know these people lived with these people. Um, and now I'm back home and I have to, I mean, I have to kill them. So what do I do? Because I still have, like, I still feel for these people because you just can't, I mean, yes, he was a hostage, but he also just can't let go of the last 10 years, I guess. Yeah. Well, the second part of the chapter, 
is a conversation with Dagmar or Dagmar Clefjaw, who we get a lot of description of his. Um, I'm not even going to go into it. I had a hard time visualizing it still, even with the description. It just, yeah. (laughs) It it sounds like somehow he had this horrible facial injury and he has four lips and I'm really unclear how that works. (laughs) Yeah. I I think sometimes he goes a little overboard with his, uh, what he thinks is realistic as far as injuries and, uh, yeah. Well, and the grotesque and the grand Guggenol kind of horror. And I, I get it. Um, but yeah, and it's funny on the show, we don't, Dagmar does show up and he's, um, I saw him before I ever read about him and he's just a grizzled looking ironborn guy. And I didn't know anything about what was going on with Theon. And I kind of thought like this was going to be the guy to kind of like teach Theon how to like be a man and figure out how to lead and all this stuff. And yeah, it's so not what happens in show or book. Um, but it's Theon has this long discussion with, with Dagmar and it's clear that um, Theon now articulate, you know, it's like he gets that Dagmar really isn't wanted something a little bit more uh, glamorous, I guess, than the pillaging they've been doing. And uh, what he wants to do, Theon wants to do is he wants to basically one up his sister who's gotten a castle and his big thing is he wants to make it into the songs. You know, he wants to, I guess, the equivalent of, you know, hitting the front pages or trending on Twitter or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of an analogy, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, he wants, yeah, it sounds like he wants popularity. He wants people to like him, it's, you know. Well, I mean, Theon clearly wants to, he's, he's back home. He wants yeah. to be the number one son. He wants to his sister to go back in whatever place she's supposed to have. And he needs the validation and approval. Yeah, definitely. And, um, he gets a sense that Dagmar would also kind of like to have the glory and the fame. So they're talking about this and Theon wants to march on Torin square and Dagmar, or I don't know if it's Dagmar, I guess is how, no. Um, he says, you know, you'll never take the castle if you do that. And then Theon says, it's not Torn Square that he has in mind. That's not the castle he wants to take. That's the end of the chapter. So I don't know if people have thoughts on this whole... I've shortened this because, honestly, this was so hard to read. It, it, it just, it's amazing that they've... if if they've really been like that for that long as a society, like, I don't know, it just reminds me of stuff like, I mean, it's been 20 years, but like a cultural anthropology class where they're just like, at some point, if a society doesn't work for the people in it, or if it's so, there's no, like, there's absolutely no morals, like, they fall apart. Like, it just doesn't seem like, where's the, there has to be something for the people. I mean, they just seem, I don't know. It just seems like there's so much horrible about it. I mean, we don't get like I don't know is there, any of the good. Like, there's yeah, nothing I mean, is good. there? It doesn't seem like there is any. Like I'm trying to like the it seems abusive. Like the, the families seem abusive. Their whole the way they interact with each other seems like it's just ugh. And yeah, yeah. just it's, <laughs> well, like I don't. You're right. I mean, I don't. Like, we hear, like, there's a lot, like, okay, the North is is messed up, right? We know the North is messed up. But at the same time, occasionally, you know, like, you get a sense that they do have their own culture and they have things that function. And it's not, 
it's not this entire like messed up. There is nothing here. You're right. There's absolutely nothing here that's worth. They're all caught in this cycle. I don't know. I. And it's what makes these chapters very hard to read. Yeah, it's yeah. like there's no honor among thieves, like, to the extreme. Like, there's just, like, ugh, every, every fan for themselves kind of thing. Like, it's just, yeah. And and that's why you could see why the guy's yelling at it. Like, it's just so foul. Like, I get that he wouldn't necessarily be 100% aligned with the Starks, but just to go from that, it's pretty drastic, like, what he's doing now to, like, what the hell is he thinking? Like, to... I just again, how did he think this was going to work out? Well, I think Even aside from Ramsey, how did he think this was going to work out? Like he does, I think that's part of it. He doesn't. He's he's smarter than he thinks he is. He's yeah. not a deep thinker. Yeah. You know, he wants. There's the emotional, you know, problem. Like he wants his father's love and approval, which he's never ever going to get. But he's not mature enough or smart enough yeah. to realize that. Yeah. And to realize that what he's come back to is this mess. I mean, you know, the only thing he could, he has no power to take over. And I mean, the smartest thing he could have done is probably turned his back on all of it, gone back to Rob and just hope for the best. But Yeah, yeah. Because this just seems like, I mean, burning bridges to the extreme. Because, I mean, if you don't have the support, if you don't have that, he doesn't have what, like, he doesn't have what Asha. He doesn't have what she has. You know what I mean? To fall back on. Like if he fails at this, he, he's burned bridges on both sides. Like he's just he's just deeper and deeper yeah. into a mess. And it's just it's so it's so goddamn grim. I mean, there's nothing yeah. here. There's no. It's not even like I mean, as messed up as the Lannisters are, they like at least yeah. seem to you know live fairly well and dress well okay gaudy as hell but i mean it's, it's i mean like, at least you have things that you can <laughs> cling to i guess at the end of the day but they just have nothing here <laughs> like i don't know this backwoods and it, <sighs> yeah and even taking into account like you're taking that out of account like what ultimately happens to him like what that's why i don't see any even him being that young like how could you even think that you could that this would work out right you could tackle something like this with he needed a lot of therapy even before he met Ramsey. <laughs> yeah. the one interesting thing i got that uh that i kind of realized was this is the end of the chapter is that it seems like he already had this idea to take winterfell mm. yeah. um because he says he makes a comment about if he had been able to question um benford tallheart he could have known how small of a garrison they have so this was something that he had on his mind definitely at the beginning of the chapter uh, yeah. and had already made up his mind to do which i don't think i always realized i think i always kind of felt it develop throughout the chapter maybe um or that he was he just got fed up and just said well i'm gonna do this for his father's approval um but yeah, it sounds like he already had this this idea to do this. Oh, premeditated, yeah. Ugh. Well, and it's the kind of thing though. It's like there's cleverness in Theon, but at least I, I, I'm not gonna I'm gonna separate the Theon of these this book from dance because kind of have to because they're almost yeah yeah. But there's like a certain level of like like the idea is interesting. Well, it's kind of like. And we were recording an earlier chapter, and it's the idea we're talking about the the Night's Watch going beyond the wall. It's like it sounds like a good idea, but you need somebody going, okay, let's let's talk this through. What's yeah, the, you know, and it's like 
like obviously the castle with well maybe not obviously if you're joining us or you've never read the books or whatever but the castle he wants to take is winterfell which is like substantially inland i mean it doesn't make sense with an ironborn lifestyle yeah and he's got this and that's why because he why didn't that dude say something too because it's like he's got his uncle who's the religious extremist he's in his own world and this guy might be more centered in the reality based of of their world but it's like he's still not you know you think some advisor would say hey you know he kind of does. He's like, oh, well, this is, you know, we're not going to hold the castle. But then I'm kind of curious, like, what was the rest of the conversation? Like, what, how Winterfell? Like, what? Because I, yeah, I, why no. that one? What, what are we going to do? If with we that? can't hold that, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. What the fuck do you do with what you? That was the no long term planning. It was like he had a plan to take it, but nothing beyond that. Because all I can see is their lifestyle is essentially smash, grab, rape, yeah. pillage, enslave people. Go back home with all this to your pitiful, rain slicked, mis- meager little islands, and then go do it again. I mean, they're not holding down land. They're not holding down territory. Yeah. It's this. Yeah, and how could they even be expected? Yeah, exactly. Like, how could they have been expected to take over Winterfell and make something of it, or like make this work? Like, because wouldn't that be the end goal? Okay, you you conquer and you you do something with it. I, I don't think he's like, yeah. thought past that. I think yeah. he's just thought up to that point. He has never stopped to ask himself the, okay, and then what happens? And you kind of get a, to go back to the previous, the last Brand chapter, you get when Brand thinks, well, we're lee hundreds of leagues away from any body of water from the sea. And so, yeah, then you're reading this and you're like, when you know, it's like, well, yeah, why would you need that? What are you going to do with it? Yeah, and then, like, exactly, if a little kid can understand that, he can understand the concept, okay, well, these these people don't usually go that, like, that, I, I mean, in the sense that they caught them off guard, yeah, they caught them off guard, but it didn't make any, it, it doesn't make any logical sense to do that. Yeah, okay. and for Theon wanting um, the glory, his father to accept him, his men to accept him as well, this is just the complete opposite way to go about it. It's the wrong way. What he should have done, um, if he wanted men to follow him, was I mean he honestly should have drowned Tallheart at the beginning. That could have yeah. done some good for him in that regard. But he's just completely off with what he's doing here because I mean because again it's about the glory and they he wants a song about himself. I mean, I mean in that way they're right that he was too changed by growing up with them to ever be effective in their culture as it is. <laughs> well, I think there's a certain amount of like I. <laughs> I, I think, like, he doesn't want to kill Benfred, first of all, because he knows him, but also because he's sort of, like, he's telling himself he's going along with this culture shift into this we-do-not-so-crap. But he isn't. I mean, he wants to go do his own thing, which is counterintuitive mm-hmm. on m- many levels and also to what they do. Because at some point, at the end of the day, if you're going to hold a castle, you are going to have to sew at some point. You know, you can't. Yeah, you know, it's not a sustainable lifestyle if you're like a sea-based pirate. You know, (laughs) I just don't. (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing about it makes sense. Um, We do have one more piece of mail from Bucko here on the Discord. Um, They say, can you imagine a scenario where Theon is leading the young hares against his sister? Would he be happier doing that? Um, I think those are the women that are with Tallheart. Like the um, 
bars. I think it's the wild hairs. Um, I think Theon would have been happier doing anything else mm. than what he's doing and what he's about to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they're. Yeah, they're called the the wild hairs. You're right. Um, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I think there's many things he'd be happier doing. Any other parting thoughts? Okay, well, if any one of you have any thoughts and you'd like to send us a message or question, <laughs> sorry, it's these chapters are tough, man. <laughs> they're so, I mean, there's just nothing, them. nothing <laughs> to depraved. go back to. Uh, well, so if you would like to send us your thoughts, a message or a question, you can do so at close the door and at gmail.com, or you can send us a message at close the door and come here.tumblr.com. You can also tweet us at Door Podcast. Uh, we love reviews on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to us as it helps other people find the podcast. And we'd also like to thank our Patreons, uh, patreon.com slash close the door. I'd also like to thank our panel and to thank you for listening. I'm closing the door. Get out.